0: To the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor
1: and uh, Marissa Mikael.
0: I'm Victor Miguel
1: and I'm engaged.
0: (laughs) Damn it, you cut me off.
1: I was
0: gonna. Okay. Okay. Are you, now? Okay. Where are
1: you now? Sorry, I just—I've just been in the habit of just
0: yeah, yelling yeah. from
1: the rooftops that that are engaged, so it, it just came out. I didn't—I
0: don't—I didn't even—I <laughs> didn't even realize it. Well, to catch up, people who don't follow us on, so I think the last episode we recorded, episode six, was like 2015. Mm-hmm. Took a huge break, and now we're back. So all of our episodes were batch recorded. Uh, So this is the first episode we're doing post-California. Yes. Um, As we were mentioning a few times on the podcast, and the relevancy to Dexter is we did hit up a day where we saw a bunch of Dexter house filming locations. We were all in the general area of Dexter. Yeah. But before our trip, (laughs) uh, I proposed to the co-host of digging dexter <laughs>
1: and i said yes she said yes
0: um but like it's funny because it's like it's like almost a it's not a month old it's about three weeks old now yeah two weeks yeah no three weeks yeah because two weeks ago we were in san francisco and that was a week before so it's been three weeks time's flying so we're engaged um woo! you know we're woo, three woo, weeks woo, 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 woo. <laughs> three weeks away from the uh when it actually happened but we're finally back from california um, A a quick little note About the Dexter filming locations What did you think You don't have as much to, uh, You don't have as much To think about uh, That's the wrong word You don't have as much Like scope Because there was a lot of Places we hit up Yeah That you have no idea What they were Because they're in later seasons And whatnot Yeah so
1: pretty much All Or most I should say Of the filming locations You were a Kid in a candy store So excited Right and you were like oh yeah this is season four i can't really give it away i can't so it wasn't as cool for me sure but watching this episode and seeing
0: oh there is the yeah, yeah you're right w-
1: uh watching this episode we were by this bridge this beautiful area oh my gosh it was a um a bridge with some with this you know beautiful water background and the lighthouse and all that um so instantly, when we watched this episode, I was like, oh, my God, we were there. Like, that's when it was cool. Definitely, um, But yeah, unfortunately, I just haven't I haven't seen more of it. So it wasn't, you know, I mean, it, it was still cool. And I'm excited for more episodes sure. like this to say, oh, my God, we were there. You know, but.
0: I forget where it was in the scene, but there is two shots in this episode where they film on the same, that same walkway from mm-hmm. the bridge and down um, the Miami Tribune. Yeah, which we'll get there cuz that's also a super weird thing that they do. Um God, I'm trying to think of where, where it was cuz I I'm they not sure but I'm bridge. sure we'll see it when we'll we Yeah, whatever. Uh we basically we we went to Long uh, as part of our trip, we went to Long Beach, California and
1: beautiful city. Yeah, oh my yeah. god.
0: But it, it's funny like once 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 we get to the end of season 8, you're going to see how much they just use Long Beach and that area where mm-hmm. we were. Um I can't really say much until we get there or whatever, yeah. but...
1: Just only speaking for myself, too. It's sure. still funny that we saw the Dexter filming locations before in my- California before <laughs> yeah. Miami. That's, yeah. yeah, right
0: here, but... Uh, and then also randomly throughout our trip... Well, I got it from two different places. Apparently, I cut you off a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, we
1: both didn't realize this, and then... Well, let me say that oh, nah, oh, But then... Even right after we both got the memo, um, we would just be talking, and I and I just not even about anything, and and he would cut me off, and we'd be like, "Wow, I guess they're right."
0: I listened to our episode last week, yeah, episode six. Um, Dex lies in videotape, and yeah, really. Sometimes it, it's like it, it's like a wave. Like sometimes I let you go, sometimes I don't. Um, and I could feel myself doing it.
1: And I still said yes. You still said wow. yes. <laughs>
0: um So that's a little recap. Like we've been... I mean, honestly, it's been... If 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 it's been three weeks since I proposed to you, it's been basically almost a month since we recorded. Yeah. We like did a whole bunch of episodes. Um, we did one through six all in like... Within like a two-week span.
1: Which I think we both thought was cool. It, but at the same time, it, it sucked that... um people were kind of giving us feedback and we couldn't do anything with it
0: there's a lot of things like i'm gonna try i'm just gonna go back to our previous episode because i've been having a lot of conversations with people mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like yeah it's it's so far gone in the past um but before we get to something on, on from our last week's episode just two people i want to bring up our friend um Cardly on twitter i'm sorry on reddit we are international wow poland. international
1: worldwide <laughs>
0: uh how cool is that we have we have someone so cool. in, we have a friend in poland who just like and they told us and i don't know if it's a he or she so forgive me but they told us they wake up they get their morning coffee and they put us on that's
1: so cool like somewhere yeah. in
0: poland there's you know there's a bluetooth speaker yeah. and like we're and coming I, out of it
1: and i like love my morning routine like i yeah. live for my mornings and yeah. like the fact that that is someone's morning routine that's really cool cool. yeah
0: uh if you're internet we're obviously uh from we're doing this show from miami we live in miami um but if you live outside of the united states because you know united states is cool and all but like we get it (laughs) if you're outside the united states like we definitely just just you can literally just send an email and just say the country you're from so cool you gotta look at it from our perspective like you know it's cool when you hear like someone outside of florida you know it's just cool hearing 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 fans um and also our friend on Facebook, Rich Hilton. Yes. Um, just been talking to him. He sends me random Dexter thoughts, as, as well as a lot of people, which is fun. Uh, I get so much more of the Dexter thoughts than you do. Yeah. Because people can spoil it with me. You know. You guys
1: can laugh about it.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to get to the show and and everything, last, if you remember last week or last month for you, <laughs> Um I was saying how Dexter all of a sudden becoming like a horn dog, yeah, and like just wanted to go to Bone Zone with Lila all the time is just like wanted that, to go where the Bone Zone. Okay, just yep. It's the zone where they bone. Okay, got it. Um, like oh, that doesn't seem like that's so out of character for everything. But as we were talking on the show, it's like yeah, that's kind of like primal. Yeah, you know, like that's just really like Dexter is just you know. But our friend on Twitter Zach. And I'm, once I read that, he's at Dex underscore slice of life. Okay. And there's two reasons why you're that. One, he's a friend. Two, he does these really cool things. Like you wouldn't be able to follow him on Twitter because one, you don't have Twitter. Two, do you have Twitter? I think I have one if
1: you Google it,
0: but <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know. I
1: don't know my password for sure. Right. I don't know. How, I don't
0: know. <laughs> um. Well, he does really cool things where he kind of like recaps episodes with like screenshots and like what the voiceover is. It's a cool little thing he does. I always wanted to ask him why he does it. But we're going to have him on an episode. Mm-hmm. And we could kind of maybe go over that. Anyway, um, he goes over why this is... Just recap in our conversation. Dexter is sold to us on the pilot as like... Sex is like disgusting to him. Yeah, almost like, it's like so asexual. degrading. Right. Um, and he sort of... I'm going to sort of read fast here, what he had said I may have come up with a sort of maturity key for Dexter uh, which is essentially Dexter's maturity and this has more or less been backed up by what has been said by the writers and executive producers I thought it was really interesting the way he put this together season one is all about Dexter's childhood both story-wise and emotionally for his entire life up to this point Dexter has been emotionally stunted as a three-year-old mm-hmm. we could, you know we, we actually probably said that a bunch of times And so Dexter begins to evolve emotionally from ages three to 12. We start to see him begin to slowly take an interest in sex and in episode nine. And by the end, beginning to question his main parental figure due to the lie about Brian. Season two, Dexter has, oh God, if there's a point I come to spoilers, I will stop, but (laughs) let me just read this. Um, Season two, Dexter has entered his teen and early adult years in the season, ages 13 through 24. This whole season is all about Dexter having to deal with real-world consequences in a major way, really, for the first time. Dexter rebels against Harry even more once he begins learning more of the truths about his father. And, of course, if an attractive woman takes a shower in front of you at 17, 18 years old, I'm relatively confident that you wouldn't be able to think about much else regarding her for a bit. Thus, we get to see Dexter really embrace his own sexuality for the first time, having grown out of that mindset that sex is icky, which he had when he was still a child emotionally.
1: That is really interesting. Yeah,
0: like this that's, is really like a, a show about a teenager. <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel like that totally puts those pieces together, though. Sure,
0: sure. You, you know? know,
1: that's that I never would have thought of it that way. I don't think, um, which is why it's cool that we have this podcast, to yeah. do this and get all these different views. But that is incredibly interesting and so spot on.
0: I feel like absolutely. And he says, "Yeah, Dexter is definitely in the t- horny teenage angst stage of his emotional development," um, and super interesting to see where it goes for next season uh before i get into the episode i did uh, uh, um i guess if people write in do we want to well maybe if people care enough maybe we'll talk about the engagement i'm i'm someone who likes hearing about that the only reason why i'm be bringing that up is because um
1: because at, you made me a kill room
0: i made you a kill room but also <laughs> at one point um, I was going to do it on air like we're doing right now. Oh just my Just to capture, gosh. just to capture the like, you know, not like put, maybe not even put it in the episode. Like, you know. Kind um, of glad
1: you didn't though. Well, I just,
0: again, uh, you just went through a, a thousand different ways to try to do it. Yeah. That being said, I think we can get into <laughs> <laughs> the episode. Uh, the title of this episode. That Night of
1: Forest Grew. Do you know what that's from? <laughs> no. Mark Twain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no The only reason why you said Mark Twain Is because you heard it Before we started the so, podcast <laughs> It a good guess You remember the book And then it became a movie A few years ago Where the wild things are Yes This is It's a line from there That oh. night a forest grew Okay that's cool. Um, Dexter Before we get into the episode Dexter really struggles With three people this season Right Lila, Dokes, and Lundy mm-hmm. Um, And if you think about I was thinking about Like what you were saying Like this season Is almost reverse season one because it's like season one where it's finding out the bad guy yeah. and killing him. This Whereas this season, this starts out like the bad guy's been found out yeah. and who's going to... you like, know Like how is this going to sure. unravel? Uh, can you speak for a second so I could pull up the episode summary to read? Um... <laughs> okay. So... The police think they have a break in the case when the Bay Harbor Butcher sends a 32-page manifesto to a local newspaper. Only thing is, Dexter had a very specific purpose in doing what he did as the police now go off into every direction imaginable. With Sergeant Dokes having set his sights on him yet again, Dexter realizes that he's going to have to play hardball to protect himself, so takes him head on. Rita comes to the end of her with her mother. Lila sells a sculpture for a nice sum when she and Dexter have a romantic dinner out. When Dexter tell her he was going to a school event for Rita's son... Uh, Lila takes a rather drastic action to get Dexter's attention Mm -hmm. gotta make it a point I was listening to our friend Colton's podcast and it's like some people will pick up the podcast because they like watch the show so many times and uh, we've talked about we should do episode summaries Um, so I just want to try and stick to that Yeah. do you have anything about this episode before we actually really get into it?
1: No we could actually get into it for the 8th time now.
0: Did the break uh, uh, affect you at all? Um 'Cause you, when we started and I'm cutting you off. <laughs> when we started, you were like, Wait, what podcast? What Wh- podcast? I forgot the my name.
1: I didn't know Are you
0: Vic Yeah Yeah.
1: Um no, I think that when we actually finally get into the episode, will um it'll it'll be better. Right. But I think it just made me a little bit more eager, a little bit more excited to do it, especially because before like our last episode we were probably recording twice a week yeah and um we were both working a lot because we were going on vacation we were both not stressed about vacation but packing and doing all that so it was getting engaged doing all that yeah so um so now it's just like fun to be back and to be normal and all that
0: our episode starts out with lila giving dexter some instructions yeah and it's funny because when we did these notes i had not yet talked to zach because my next line is then all of a sudden Dexter is a sex maniac. Uh, now it makes total sense. Um Definitely
1: makes total sense.
0: Um I it's a really cool shot when you kind of see those spider webs mm-hmm. on Dexter's back. Yeah. Uh sort of like monster like, if I could uh. say. Um Dexter's line to Lila You really know what you want, don't yeah. you? Um And like <laughs> you know, by the end of this episode she really gets yeah what she wants psycho yep oh look at that we can hear in the background um yeah and like he says it to her throughout this episode and just yeah quite a few ways
1: i feel like um i noticed it this scene but also throughout the whole episode definitely towards the end but we'll talk about that later yeah. but it just seems like lila is so clingy and, um, and Dexter doesn't seem to mind or notice or care or I don't know. But, um, it just seems like it, it seems like that's not the personality that we know of her. It seems like she's just like this carefree wild spirit. Like, you, you know, I, I didn't see a relationship coming from the two of them sure um that now it's so weird it just in my opinion i i I got a a, the wrong impression of her Mm -hmm. in first meeting of her character Yep. i didn't think that she would be as clingy as she is
0: when dexter leaves lila's apartment we find a light bulb is burned out Mm -hmm. so lila goes over and smashes her landlord's light bulb um this always troubled me for because we kind of see how the episode ends with this light bulb um (laughs) I guess we'll save it till the end of the episode. Yeah. But it's funny how uh, um, I watched this show plenty of times and that light bulb always was like, ah, it just doesn't make sense. And now it's kind of like, wow, it makes perfect sense. You know, the morning after Dexter and Deborah are having morning coffee. Ugh. This scene is <laughs> <hot>. In- Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I have no words. I have no words. You have a sister. I have a brother. Oh
0: God. That, I don't those conversations
1: say <laughs> would never happen.
0: Never. Uh, um, And you know, we always say like, all right, you know, this is a heightened sense of reality world where serial killers are running amok and everything. Mm-hmm. And, but this is not. I almost want to say, like, does anyone out there have this type of relationship? The only way I could see it is a. Oh wow, it's funny as as it was coming out of my mouth, I was going to say. it. Step brother and stepsister. Gross. Because they're not really related. I
1: guess. What we're referring to also is Deb. <laughs> yeah. Deb totally crosses the line in like sex talk with Dexter. De- Deb even crosses the line with like almost like girlfriend sex talk. <laughs> like Deb is just super uncomfortable, but that's what we're referring to. Um, I don't think I would want to talk to any of my family members like
0: that. Sure. <laughs> well, Deb tells Dexter that she's super loud when she has sex and that she could wake up the dead. <laughs> But that alone, that's almost like, you know, maybe there's a really funny conversation she says that, but then she like keeps going and says, and just totally normal. Like, so what kind of sounds does Rita make? (laughs) Why would you (laughs) care? Why would you care? Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's so insane. Doesn't make any sense. And I would never.
0: Yeah, it's just so. That thought would never cross my mind. (laughs) Um. God, and she even ends it. She's like, "Yeah, so I'll move out soon, so you could screw, leader, screw Rita yeah. as loud as you want." It's just like God. <laughs> um, so we have a few storylines. We have Rita. Well, and one thing ahead. really fast. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead.
1: Um, so then you just cut me off. Yes, I did. Okay. So then, actually, I don't even think I did. I think you ended up cut me off. So then, um, after Re- or after Deb says that she's gonna move out and you could have sex with Rita as loud as you want, that's when he says, "Like, no, we're broken up. I just need you to stop talking about it." And I thought it was weird or ironic or I don't know that Deb says, like, no way. Like, this is just what you do. Like, you and Rita are forever. You guys are perfect. What? Like, what? And really, knowing Dexter and Rita's relationship, their actual relationship, it's just a shell. There's nothing on the inside. Yeah. So it's like, it's just strange that Deb says that. Because, like, what makes Deb think that they're just so great when really it it, it was a cover-up, you know? And I mean, I guess that's the whole point, that Dexter used it as a cover-up so well that that's what makes Deb believe it, you know? But I just thought that was ironic, that she was like, no, you guys are perfect, you know, that you, it, you guys are forever.
0: I... To answer your question, like, on the spot, just sort of thinking it, um, I imagine Dexter had gone through a lot of, I don't even want to say flings, but, like, woman he tried to date. I and guess. And none of them worked until he got someone, like he said in the first episode, she's perfect, she's as damaged as I am, mm-hmm. where sex was never an option, Dexter never had to let go, he could be... As we kind of talked about the start of this episode, emotionally, yeah, because it is right. It's like, yeah, it's like no, like Dexter and Rita, they're not like this like yeah. amazing couple. And, and whatever. I think I
1: just thought it, I was just I was just taken aback that Deb said no, you and Rita are are forever, yeah, yeah, because I like and a lot of times in a show or in a movie, you kind of fall in love with a character or you fall in love with a couple. I'm not like they are no Jim and Pam, <laughs> you know, like I'm not I'm not so crazy about them. I mean, I like them, I don't dislike them, but I don't. Right, right. This 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 perfect love story, I wouldn't say that.
0: And you know Pam's secretly the devil and she's secretly well, yeah, evil. That's true. That's you true. know, so maybe it's more like Dexter and Dokes. Or
1: Jim and Michael Scott.
0: Jim and right. or, or Ryan and Michael Scott. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um you wanna go do I guess we could do Rita and Gail because they are like the least if we like hierarchy of like yeah. importance of seriousness of the episode. Um Dexter gets a call. What do I have here why is this with Rita and Gail? Huh. I think we
1: were doing Lila, Dexter, Rita, and Gail. Okay. If that makes more sense in your notes.
0: I guess, yeah, let me just go and then we'll kind of find our way yep. along the way. Dexter gets a call from Lila when he's at the Betsy Court kill scene. um And everything's going great with Lila and Dexter. Lila's getting her art sold, and Dexter is getting dokes off his back, which, you know, we'll touch on the other storyline. Um, this is the break music mm-hmm. and i don't know if i said it while we were watching it i was like oh this is a great piece of music yeah daniel licked it's the piece is called mother of cannibals and it to me i was playing it before we started recording uh-huh. um reminds me of like a spa it needs to be like a little bit more slowed down no did you hear it or um i didn't i didn't i didn't hear it enough to comment it's on very, it very like peaceful um but i don't know i always love that piece of music and just like we were saying, we see how Lila gets her way with people. You know, like the restaurant's full. Lila snatches that ring onto her ring finger, and all of a sudden, Dexter and Lila are celebrating their tenth wedding anniversary.
1: Also, by the way, side note: this that's was where,
0: that, that's I'm totally cutting you off. That's where <laughs> the um, other side of that Long is, Beach is. Yes.
1: Now back to back to me. Oh, um, this is what our plan was the entire time in California. <laughs> yeah. What's That's really funny. was to use our proposal to get free stuff. The only thing that we got for free was <laughs> champagne on the plane, which was very cool. Yeah. Um, but she is way better at that whole bogus thing than she we are. Gets and we actually she wants. got engaged. <laughs> that I I was like I was like, "Oh my god, how did she do it so flawlessly?" And it we actually are engaged and we couldn't do. Again, that.
0: like Dexter says, she has a way with words. She gets whatever she wants. Yeah. We did leave to go to California. We're like, we're going to propose everywhere. I'm going to keep proposing to yeah. you just so we get the cheers. We get this. We get free stuff. And all we got on the plane to California was champagne. Champagne.
1: Which was really cool.
0: Which also reminds me. I want. I think that we should post. We'll get there. Um, but like, you know, we see Lila's like conniving ways and interesting here if you remember last episode like dexter was like sort of getting kicked around that's yeah. the episode last last year yeah. last decade that we did where like dexter was just getting the shit kicked out of him you know every from all angles work got him made him go rita told him to screw off mm-hmm. like the bay harbor butcher thing was sort of closing in um and this episode like he's in control yeah he's to-
1: yes but no i feel like in the lila relationship situation he's in not in control at all
0: Yes but I don't think there was like a struggle Like what I'm saying is even last episode He wasn't getting kicked by Lila He was getting kicked by Rita <clears throat> Right I don't think there was a power struggle here yeah. At least not yet Yeah And By the end of the episode we'll see there will be a power struggle Um. But to your point sort of is like Kind of like Lila says Like this is like a pink cloud Yeah Like this doesn't last and it's just sort of I feel like it's kind of And I don't know anything about sobriety and all What's that I feel it's like the way <laughs> You've done it and I do it too when you start working out and after your workout, you're like, oh, shit. I think I lost 10 pounds. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and you like, told oh, me d-
1: and you told me that you thought I lost 10 pounds, too. And then you told me you're just kidding. That was cool. <laughs> well, it's like funny. Like after like one workout. Like, but you know. I, I kind of felt at that dinner conversation and we'll get off topic. Cause it's not that big of a deal. But I kind of felt like at that dinner conversation, Lila was going 100 miles per hour. And I almost felt that Dexter felt uncomfortable or looked uncomfortable, at least. And just kind of like, yeah, sure. Like. You know, like just, she was obviously playing a part with the whole bogus proposal and that whole thing, but, you know, um, when he said something like, you know, just so you know, there isn't a ring that's going to, you know, whatever, and she was like, oh, I know, but you'll dazzle me somehow or whatever, and it just seems like she's going a million steps ahead, and he's just kind of like getting pushed along and not really knowing, you know?
0: Well, two things. I don't think Dexter is the type to get pushed, you know, I think Dexter is the type to just sit and like... Whoa, you're over there already? Well, I'm yeah, over here. That's so true. but and to your point, later in the episode when they're walking around, he says to Lila, This is all happening so fast. Yeah. Like, you know, we're like probably two weeks away from him and Rita, we're just fine. Yeah. Him and Rita were in bed, you know, Rita was sneaking out to have a quickie with yeah. Dexter. Yeah. And two weeks later he's breaking into a house is to have sex with Lila like it is moving you know he was he went from reformed serial killer to you know like yeah it is a lot you know Um, I have in my notes here Dex and Lila get a bucket of champagne we said we were going to do this on our vacation we never did we needed Lila yeah (laughs) Uh, Cody and Gail are preparing for his Saudi Arabia country project and I think we both laughed out loud when Cody's like Dexter said this should be fun. And if you could do your best. Uh, um, God, what's her name? Gail. I know, but in real oh. life. Anyway, if you could do your best Gail impersonation of. I'll be Cody. Ready? Okay. Dexter said this should be fun. <laughs> well, Dexter's a drug
1: addict. No, or what did no. she say? God, I, God, I, didn't, well, I didn't know God, what she said. We didn't practice that beforehand.
0: The ring. Dexter does drugs. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh like a really bad anti-drug commercial yeah you know it's like and she's just awful yeah even when she comes uh, rita comes home and it's just like go oh, to bed everyone now go to bed it's like it, it's five thirty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> poor poor uh um. i love
1: when when rita comes home and cody like gives her the like mom and like runs and gives her the biggest yeah. hug i feel like i totally was like that though as a little kid like when like your aunts or oh, uncles totally, or someone would babysit totally. them it was like like just like yeah you know whatever but just funny still
0: um, switching back to Dexter and Lila, Deb comes home from the gym, and imagine how surprising that is. Like, Lila is at her fridge, yeah, butt naked.
1: Put in my tits.
0: Go ahead. Okay, let's let's do it again. Ready? I yeah. just did it. All right. I, I come. I come. I open. The no, door. No, oh. no, no, we're not doing this. And no, we're not doing this. Keep ready? going. Uh, I'm Deb. You're Lila. Who we're, the fuck are you? Put in
1: my tits. <laughs>
0: Did Lila smoke cigarettes? Why is she? Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Sorry, we're a little rusty. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Wow, we are we are rolling because you know what I have here. What? So it's like, who is this part of my tits? Let's hear it, Marissa. No, I was gonna make you do it.
1: There, we, I did yeah. it. This is why I got the ring because I did it even before you had
0: asked. Engagement back on. Um. So, wow, this is probably so annoying to people who don't want to hear about two people getting engaged. We're just excited. So, Deb walks into the room. Yeah. Where Dexter is, uh, they're in the zone. Yeah. And that zone is where the they're BZ. boning. Right. Yeah. The BZ. And the line that Deb says to Dexter.
1: Yeah. Just say it.
0: <laughs> Are you trying to fuck her or set her on fire? Yep. Uh... Small, small, quick detail about my proposal to Marissa. I used three hundred and fifty candles.
1: It was the coolest
0: thing ever, and it was the hottest thing it was ever. So hot that room has to be so hot. There's only like probably like forty candles where Deb and I'm sorry, yeah. Dexter and Lila are are romping. Um, it's just really funny. Like, it just so happens, it's like the next episode. Or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, anyway, so later, Lila and Dexter are out for a walk and kind of like we were saying like lila can sense that this is all moving too fast for dexter um when 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 she senses that and dexter says it like like yeah like lila's totally has a way with words because she totally picks up on like dexter's vibe and use it to her advantage it's to the point just like you're saying like she's she's moving dexter so moving dexter so fast it's almost like she is Dexter's drug dealer. A thousand percent. Like, oh, no, no, you don't need, like, you know, let's do this now. Let's yeah. do this now. And like, and oh. she just
1: puts his tits in front of his face okay. and then they do it. And okay.
0: Then, you know. How much would I have to pay you for you to do an entire episode with your Lila accent? We'll discuss it. Would after- I have to propose we'll, to you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll discuss it afterwards.
0: Um, Can we attempt that? No. Please. No. I think the fans want it actually they don't put it on the pole they don't want it they need it
1: um but anyway she just uses her sexuality to totally change the subject when dexter's openly saying like he's having you know he's he's doesn't know what happened with rita and and it's just going too fast and then it's just like oh i wish i could fuck you right now what
0: but but dexter is play you know he he whips out the big keys and he breaks into a house
1: no for sure but i think that i think that lila in the relationship, Lila is being way more calculated and way more clingy and doing everything to get what she wants. Yeah. And I think that Dexter is, again, like what Zach said, a teenage boy that can really, truly talk to Lila yeah. and really not feel nervous to just say how he feels and to vent to her. But I think that she is thinking of this relationship on a whole other scale than he is. It Just in my opinion.
0: After they leave the uh, the biz, yep. Dexter gets a call from Cody, and I think it's funny. Like Lila is pulling him one way, and Cody unintentionally, yeah. How would he know any better? Is like pulling him another way. Um, and you know we see we've sort of seen Rita and Gail bicker the entire season thus far about you know about the kids and just about Lila's own personality her. Uh, what's the word i guess essentially her not having a backbone yeah. Rita, um and gail just says the wrong words about rita's kids yeah i don't know how could you ever call your grandchildren ordinary i, no I thought clue. that's like the whole that's like the number one myth of being a parent
1: yeah and especially not only being a parent being a grandparent because i feel like, yeah, like grandparents you're, yeah. are even worse yeah you know like, like, you're, like not, you're not
0: special you're super special
1: yeah you are i mean like
0: that's like that's like rule number one it's just like yeah like no no you're you're cute ooh, like you know yeah um and i think the same way dexter's been taking control of everything that's going on with him like rita sort of takes control of gail here this is kind of like
1: rita pre um oh my gosh what was her ex-husband's name paul pre-Paul dying, Paul. I feel like, mm-hmm. when she kind of got her stuff together and laid down the law for Paul and was like really on top of her stuff and like, you know, and then Paul died and that just like messed her all up and then the whole Dexter thing, you know, but now I feel like Rita's kind of getting her head back in the game of like a strong independent woman, yeah, you
0: know? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yes. And I, I guess I'm just adding to your point like Dexter and Rita are both taking control of this episode. Uh, Rita's definitely on her way back up to where she was i think with that being said we can break
1: and now a word from our sponsors who's this gank deb did knocking occur to you who is she and are you trying to fuck her or set her on fire
0: we're back with part two of the podcast what was up we're back with fart two of the podcast
1: see how this is gonna be
0: so i have one thing only one only one when i was talking with our friend zach he kind of came up with some random dexter trivia uh eventually we're gonna have to figure out because we sort of let the cat out of the bag a little bit that we have dean dexter shirts what? You wore it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we got cease and desist letters. And yeah. <laughs> we will eventually find a way to, to make them. Um, yeah, we
1: got the shirts before they realized the whole Dexter logo. So they <laughs> yeah. shipped them. And then they said, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> um. So, you know, we kind of wanted to come up. I wanted to come up with something that... I don't know, just something like a, I want to say give and take, but like I definitely want to do some sort of contest. Um, our friend Lindsay had this really cool keychain, and it was just the. It was so cool. Oh, you saw that? Yes. Yeah. Um, how would you see that?
1: I'm friends with her on Instagram. Not everyone's just friends with you.
0: Wow. You heard me. Thank wow. you, Lindsay.
1: You're not the star. <laughs>
0: If you could see Marissa right now just snarfing down turkey and cheese. (laughs) Um, She had a really cool keychain and and I don't know, we'll we'll come up with something. Um, But me and Zach just started throwing, well, Zach started throwing Dexter trivia at me. Um, So I'll leave this out there and let people respond. Let's have you take a guess just to see. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. What year did Maria LaGuerta transfer to the homicide department? Wait, hint: It's the same year Deb joined the force. Two
1: thousand and five.
0: So, do you want to get into Bay Harbor Butcher? I think we can do Bay Harbor Butcher and then Dexter and Doakes because I think the Dexter. Whoa, see what's bigger? What do you think is bigger? This episode. when Dexter comes out of the elevator Dexter is like whoa 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 feels like I got caught in a wave yeah I think it's really cool that like it was a wave they had like a bunch of people walking every which way yeah Do you know what I'm talking about yeah um, and just the way the 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 camera work and the way Batista sort of like picks up Dexter out of like that you know I just always thought it was a really cool scene um, and we learn of a 32 page manifesto that the Bay Harbor butcher sent to the Miami Tribune.
1: Now, I had to even ask you if that was real or yeah. not. And this was, that was my second watch. We, I watched it on the plane
0: <laughs> Yeah, and, you- and then
1: we watched it together. Um, and I had to ask you, I said, you know, did he really submit that? And you were like, what are you talking about? He just said that. And I was like, no, I know. But I feel like that's a really big deal for him to submit something to a newspaper Like, you're the murderer. You, like, don't you think that's too close for comfort? So, and and like, like we've said earlier that, you know, Dexter's um, thoughts or narrator isn't always
0: true or is,
1: yeah, or honest, whatever. Um, So I, I was a little confused the first watch around and that's why I asked you, like, well, that really happened? You know, I thought that they would maybe make more of a thing about that um, on the show, but I guess not.
0: Well... I think to your point, Dexter says, I'm tired of responding. I need to be proactive. Right. So while I guess, yes, it is tricky and we see why it backfires, I think the plan from the start is genius. Send them this crazy haywire nonsensical nonsensical manifesto, 32 pages, and just have them go crazy over who I am. Maybe it's like hidden in the details, you know?
1: I'm not disagreeing with you, but I feel like... Killers, or or anyone rather, doing anything wrong, get caught because they have that mentality. Oh, they'll never catch me. They'll never and and they do things like this. Sure. And there's always something that slips under the rug that they never like the algae per se. You know that he never thought of those rocks, the algae on the rocks.
0: You know. I am curious how he sent it.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I wish that they. That they showed that on the show, I would have rather seen that than
0: Lila. Are you? Let me smell the air. You nitpicking? No. Uh, I think I'm nitpicking.
1: No. Uh, I think I'm nitpicking. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Well, my next question was going to be: Is this a smart move? And I think, on the surface, it is a smart move. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Hard, hard disagree. Um. Sure, but I think Dexter is right in saying, "Like, fine, let, let, let's let's say maybe it's not the smart move what he does." Dexter had to react, uh, uh pro, not procreate. <laughs> what what am I looking for? Dexter had had to make a move instead of responding to a move. I guess so. He had to do something, um, you know, instead of having him chase them, you know, the other way around. Um and also, you know, in this episode and in the storyline, Deb and Lundy, we could see how worlds apart Deb and Lundy are. Mm-hmm. Lundy trying to find the right music with Chopin and you know, he's trying to find peace, truth, and Deb just likes chaos. Yeah. Um I feel like you have something to say about Deb and Lundy.
1: Not yet. We'll get there. Ooh <laughs> It's not that good.
0: You know, even when they're running at the gym, uh, well, when they're at the gym, Gabe and Deb are running. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about how Rita sometimes gets an unfair... Rap? Yes. On the show. Like, she's just like, oh my god, you killed my husband. You're a drug addict. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. You know? Um, I think Gabe gets... Really shit can here.
1: Gabe is awesome, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know why he even stuck around.
0: He nothing but great to Deb. I don't
1: know why he stuck around after the first time that they met. <laughs> I couldn't believe every episode. I was like, "No,
0: he's still here. I can't believe that he's still around." They make him out to an idiot because he's awesome. Deb is running with her headphones in. Headphones in is the universal sign for "do not disturb." Right and Gabe just keeps talking. Why? Why you? Why is that? Why are you making that face at me? Because on the plane,
1: <laughs> I you had your headphones in, and I was just trying to whisper in my fiance's ear, and you said, "Excuse me, my headphones are in. Don't talk to me." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> like, I you can't be any more. I didn't clearer. know. I didn't know it was the universal sign, but okay. That headphones are in. Do not talk to me.
1: P.S.A. Headphones in. Don't talk. Wow.
0: Okay. Um, I. I think it's totally unfair how Gabe gets treated, and yeah. he even gets dumped in a really unfair way too, like cold-hearted. Because Deb is not even like, "Hey, listen, I really like you and everything." Deb is just like, "So, no, yeah, <laughs> like you know." And we're, then also, we're
1: out. is that okay?
0: Yeah, who is, asks if that's yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah,
1: and of course he said, "No, that's not okay." Like, what? What did you think he would say?
0: And it's like in the same bed that Deb breaks up with Gabe. It's not how many weeks are we away from him being in that same position and looking over, and she's rifling through his fucking drawers. Yeah, and now it's like, hey, never mind. Literally, Deb's romance just peaked at Gabe, and it's
1: all going to be downhill from here.
0: <laughs> I mean, just for no reason, it's really shitty. Uh, um, I guess that's stuff that only happens in a TV show.
1: I guess, and then mentioning that he's age
0: appropriate, obviously. Well, well, to well, that. yeah, we'll get back there. Uh, hopping back into the actual manifesto, Batista. You know, no one at the force can actually decipher this. Did you pick up on that up until the end? I just wonder if anyone on their first notice was like, "Uh, no, why would you, right? That's kind of really difficult. Yeah. And we just realized it's all a bunch of mishmash. Like, it's all meant to just not make any sense. And, you know, Masuka tries, Batista tries. All the while, like, Lundy's going back and forth with the Miami Tribune Mm -hmm. of whether or not to post this. Um... I've listened to sports radio for a long time, almost close to 20 years, and there was a point in time where sports radio, I imagine much like talk radio, really closely followed with newspapers. They kind of went hand in hand. I say all that to say I know like how I have a very I have a 1% knowledge of how the newspaper industry works with stories like this. There is no way in hell if that was sent to the Miami Tribune. There is no way, they would have not posted it. Right? They would have not. That would have not been front page for like weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think that it didn't put anyone? In, <clears throat> uh, it didn't put anyone in danger. Therefore, that's why they could have ran with it. They didn't say, "I'm next." I'm going to kill. They didn't have addresses or anything like that. Um, it's just there's that, that, that. Assuming the manifesto, thirty two pages, you could tell thirty two pages was total nonsense.
1: Do you think though? And I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but do you think that in, when was this episode aired?
0: 2007.
1: Do you think that in the news in 2007 was different than in today?
0: Uh, no. If anything, this, is, this would have ran more because 2007 and then even like a month, a year later is when that everything started crashing. And newspapers was one of this is like the internet exploding around this time, and this would have been like this is going to fucking sell newspapers.
1: I just feel like now everything is leaked from social media or everything is Google and yeah, totally different world. Um, that I didn't know if you would. And again, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just food for thought. Of I wonder how the news was, you know, 11 years ago. But I agree with you that I'm sure that they wouldn't would would not have held newspapers.
0: Sort of cannibalized themselves because they were like, you can get the information for free today, or you can get it tomorrow. You can get yesterday's news in your bushes tomorrow. Um, So it's just kind of like something like this. You know, 2007, where like the internet really starts, that's when social media is really starting to catch on, or at least uh, the birth of it. There's just no way this would have not... Yeah. And it's funny how they say Miami Tribune, and we see the little thing of it. Uh, It's funny, I guess, for two reasons. One, because we were there Mm -hmm. in Long Beach. And two... In a few seasons, well, season seven, do you remember the Miami Herald building in Miami? No. When you go over the causeway? Nope. Uh, well, anyway, as much with the newspaper industry, uh, that building got torn down. But back six years ago when season seven was on, they shoot a pretty cool scene right in front of that building. And it's like, is this the Miami? The Miami Tribune is totally made up, uh-huh. whereas the Miami Herald is one of the yeah. nation's biggest papers. Um, just funny, they have to like fake it for one season and then you know um after after they get them you know we get this thing that i think they get they get it to page three and it's only going to run like whatever however many parts parts of it deb opens up to Lundy. oh does she oh does she
1: opens up in more ways than one damn um the floor is yours no, I mean, I don't really have a ton to say about it, I guess. Yeah, you do. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I feel like, I don't know if this is stemming from daddy issues. You know, I don't know. Um, I'm not saying that it's crazy that she's attracted to him or having feelings for him. I think that, I guess, a lot in this show goes fast. And I feel like her feelings have have rose pretty fast for him considering she was dating Gabe all about Gabe um complaining that she scared Gabe away to Lundy and now she's breaking up with Gabe and kissing Lundy um so again I just don't know if these are daddy issues that she has and you know she always wanted Harry to think of her the way he thought of Dexter and he didn't and Lundy does Lundy thinks of her as more you know sure he he sees her potential more yeah yeah so i don't know if that's what's drawing her in more um i don't know how that's gonna play out Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. i'm listening i know um no it's just interesting
0: yeah i i am uh, i guess i'm
1: sorry i guess i'm glad that she finally something finally happened because it was like okay well yeah yeah. exactly like enough
0: and once we realize like after the first episode with Gabe you kind of like knew yeah you know um lastly we see everyone still trying to decipher this manifesto everyone's bickering and it sort of just clicks for Lundy this Bay Harbor butcher who did everything in this quiet stayed as quiet as can be all of a sudden becomes public and sending All the investigation team, you know, like he says, chasing their own tails, Um, and Dexter here thinks he's a step ahead, actually traps himself. Yes. Again, I'm going to give the floor to you, just like your thoughts when Lundy realizes it's law enforcement, because we started out, we have no idea who it is, you know, and now, do you remember that, I think it's uh, autocar.com, do you remember that commercial where their guy goes... I want a car that's blue and all of a sudden a bunch of blue cars up. and then I go, I want a sedan and like... I think so. Um, I just feel like that's what happened with Lundy. Like, he had to find a person out of all these people and now he just narrowed it down to like a small... Yeah. 5% of the population.
1: I think it's annoying that... Lundy just sits back and just all these things just come to him. But again, it's a TV show. I'm not nitpicking, and he is the head honcho of it all, the big cheese. I am.
0: I am interrupting only because they sell Lundy as like he has a knack for this. Yeah, like he's the <coughs> serial killer whisperer. No, role. I know,
1: but I but I think that that's like a little frustrating in a sense, or a little, why? Because how is everyone else in the room so
0: confused and he's so? Um, I think he like he says <laughs> like he doesn't even
1: say like hey maybe it could be it's just like nope it's law enforcement
0: well if you remember in the beginning of the episode like I get your point the beginning of the episode Lundy says like I'm gonna leave that stuff to the rookies like I know I mean <laughs> like think like if if and look how old Lundy is and he's been doing this a while mm-hmm. you have to know when the serial killer Willingly give something to you, you have to know. He, the has got to be a little bit smarter than this. Right. And he'll come <clears throat> through it. Uh, I, I just think he, I think he's, I, I think that's like a, a sign of a, a, uh, a weathered, a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Seasoned. Seasoned FBI like I Hunter. guess
1: I see how Dexter's manifesto made everyone confused. I, I get that he wanted that. I get that yeah. he wanted everyone to be everywhere. Yeah. I don't get how Lundy just said, oh, that's law enforcement. Like, that doesn't click for me. I'm not yeah. some FBI head honcho. <laughs> yeah, so I guess yeah. that, you know? So maybe that's why I'm looking at it in a different way of just like, okay, I get that he wanted chaos. And also, like, whenever you see these, like, serial killer documentaries that are all over Netflix and things like that. All of these people are ridiculously intelligent. and sure. sure. You know, that it's just like, you know, they all have a special knack or a special way of doing things. So it's like, what just makes him pinpoint law enforcement? I don't know. Just for me, I don't. I I guess
0: because he says he knows the way we work.
1: I guess, but.
0: I know. And that's fair. Uh, um, They had to make the story move somehow. No, for sure. Yeah uh well and we'll close everything out at the end of the episode if we can move to dexter and dokes we can we see a young woman betsy court has been beaten to death and you know while we're in california we get we got to see how los angeles certain ways certain streets certain avenues totally looks like miami yeah definitely the housing the this house is obviously in long beach and I once was watching an episode of CSI Miami. This house is also in CSI no. Miami. And I hope, I think it's the episode with the basketball player, Pau Gasol, but I'm not 100% sure. But if anyone happens to be a huge fan or they could pinpoint what house this is and what other episode it is in CSI Miami. Um, it's really funny because the CSI Miami puts a weird tint on that show and it's the same exact house.
1: We were driving through our neighborhood and I said, you know, this looks just like a neighbor, the neighborhood that you actually used to live in, and um, and you were just like, "Oh my god!" Like it was like to a T. You
0: oh know? my god, yeah. Oh, that was where where Rita's yeah, house, Rita's house and Dexter's biological father. Uh, what was his name? James. Fuck. James, th- James Driscoll. Rita's house, her real house. Well, her house in season one, and two, and three, and James Driscoll's house from season one is all in the same neighborhood Mm -hmm. and we would drive around that neighborhood looking for rita's house yeah um and yeah we're driving through and it's like oh my god this looks like exactly where i used to live yeah so
1: crazy and it's like you couldn't be more familiar with that with your neighborhood you know what i mean so it's like for us to be like wow like if you just picked us up and moved us to florida we would have no clue except
0: it'd be so dry and florida's so humid i miss the humidity LaGuerta gives a pep talk to Dokes to basically stop bullying Dexter. Um, anything on that before I just keep moving no. on? And we get the return of Camilla. If you remember from first season, she's sort of the only one who knows Dexter was adopted by Harry. Yeah. And um, she kind of comes back in a big way in season three. Um, but we see like Dokes has been like really trying to find out dexter's past do you know who jimmy hoffa is no so when he says your past is a bigger mystery than jimmy hoffa no clue oh my god i think and i think when i get to a point where you're talking i'm gonna google it i think they say jimmy hoffa was buried under giant stadium oh my god and it was this huge public thing uh um al capone's tomb i don't know whatever um dokes you know he's trying to get the record of his mother's killing and it's funny, Dexter knows how deep Dokes is going, but like Dokes doesn't even know how deep he's going. Yeah. <laughs> like- you know
1: what's so funny? And Dokes definitely has a unique personality, let's say that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for lack of a better word. But I feel like you and I, and I probably shouldn't even admit this about us. Uh oh. But you and I are lazy
0: whoa, in whoa, terms.
1: Whoa. In terms of like, I don't care that much to do that. You know what i mean and it's like f- just thinking of what dokes is doing like saying it like i watched the episode i have my notes but saying it out loud hmm. that he went to camilla to get this report about when dexter was a child like it's just like oh my god like you're that invested you care that much
0: if could you imagine if dexter was a woman this is like next level oh a
1: thousand percent stalking. this is restraining order yeah
0: yeah a thousand percent restraining order like without question <laughs> it's funny like yeah the the, the level dokes is going to, you know it's just
1: it's it sound it's ridiculous
0: Dexter, da, Dexter talking with mr. Wilson the the stepfather to Betsy Court the the one we saw killed earlier in the episode um, much like Dexter does for himself sabotages the case so where we you know he usually sabotages the case so we can kill them later now he's sabotaging the case for dokes right you know it's kind of still and you know it's funny he says it like i won't send you too far up the river like i'll just keep you just at bay yeah just enough to like corral dokes then i'll get back to you um
1: it's a pretty fast like a pretty fast plan that he had like he thought of that in a matter of like minutes
0: I kept thinking about it like would I ever be this smart to like and I I, I did it to like my own my own work and I don't know like I think it's smart on Dexter's point but uh I I guess more like you know Masuka the early episodes it's like yeah I'll overload him, him with work I don't care um you could sort of if you had this crazy of a uh um what do you want to call? It? Not a fight. Um, situation. I a don't situation know. Yeah. with a coworker. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, would, this is like all... Yeah, no, no, you know, yeah. bar. Yeah, this is... <laughs> this is, this is. And, and, you know, we see how this plays out, right? Like, the greatest suspicious of Mr. Wilson still being held in captive. Mm-hmm. And they're waiting on the blood report. And Dexter plays dokes like a fiddle, if I could say. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Um, places the blood report on the desk while dokes is investigating and it's just like totally his plan's so, going so smooth yeah you know um and they're playing this really cool piece of music because they make like dexter the orchestrator And i think we literally have that scene on now where it's and it, i think i have most of it word for here dexter's being the symphony orchestrator requiem for a demonic dexter um, they do a lot of this in the books. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard me bring it out, but like a lot of like D words like Yeah. Darkly Dream and Dexter, and I think I think have the books here. Um But like Dexter is like doing the essential you ever see like halftime shows of NBA games? Like the people who spin a bunch of plates. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what Dexter's doing. Yeah. Like, you know, he's playing the department, the FBI investigation's playing Dokes. Um and like his affair with <laughs> Lila is Going fine, you know, it just there's a lot going on, but Dexter's in control, yeah. And I think we sort of see what happens by the end of the episode. Um, and it's funny too, like, Dexter lights the fire, he's more like puts more gas, like, hey, wh- wh- why are we questioning this? I guy? know, like, that's what's going on here, you know. And it's just like, <laughs> well played, yeah. Um, I'd be like, he's holding a gas can next to like a build a fire on a building on fire, yeah, like, hey guys, this is weird. Um, and I love in Dexter when we get to see a payoff, when something builds up, um, because on first watch, you don't know exactly what Dexter's plan is, but setting it up to make dokes crazy is brilliant, right?
1: It's insane. Yeah. Um, I just can't believe he thought of it so fast. (laughs)
0: Um, to me, I remember watching it. This is one of the best scenes that I watched up when I was watching the show live. Not mm-hmm. live, rather, binge watching Dexter and Dokes in his lab. Yeah. Um when I think about season two, like this is the scene I think about. Why are you laughing at me? I'm not. Dokes waiting in Dexter's lab. Um, you know, there's no paper trail on Dexter. Pass is a huge history and Dokes has had it. Again, Dexter plays Dokes, right? Like the right words to just it's not even like I'm better than you he says I'm better than you and yeah. all this and it's not even like he doesn't call him like Do- all Dokes has is like you're freak you're fucked yeah, you know? yeah I think Dexter says the perfect words I own you yeah <laughs> and he just plays it perfect you know? and
1: he knows exactly how Dokes is going to react so I'm, that's yeah. you know that's why it's like again like just him being like that one step ahead you know, he knows that Dokes is going to react the way that he does. And it's just another part of the orchestra. It's another part of the plan. You know, it yeah. just went yeah. flawlessly.
0: Um, but this is like <laughs> funny, like, I guess to like Zach's point, how Dexter is whatever age mature. Like this is elementary school stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you tease someone and then you run right to the teacher. Yeah. So, you just see the, the, the payback. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, he just hit me out. And, like, not knowing, like, you were just, like, a little runt bastard before, you know. Um. <sighs> to me, this does beg the question, like, how come Dokes beats him up? Like, if you're going to beat Dexter up, I understand he just headbutted you, right? Yeah. Like, no one questions it. You know how crazy this is? In any line of work, for someone to come out of nowhere, yeah, and beat you up literally in the middle of your workplace, right, in front of everyone. No,
1: a thousand percent. And I also thought it was kind of strange that you could just headbutt someone and not have any mark, or not have any, or just not be like whoa, disoriented. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like- um. But yeah, I guess that we just have to again say that it's just a, a TV show, you know. But you're totally right. There's no way that you know it just seems like the scene ends like
0: oh there's Dokes beating up Dexter yeah. everyone back
1: to work and like we don't even care Dokes side of the story
0: yeah or Dukes, yeah. like wait a second how did this man just come running for two reasons what did Dexter do yeah. or why is Dokes running around beating up people yeah <laughs> yeah um, um and I imagine even if you do investigate it's just like you know Dokes is gonna say nothing cause he's got his whole thing and yeah Dexter is gonna play you know whatever card um so, I have a lot that goes on with the ending. Uh, our episode ends with a, another great piece of music from Daniel Licht, RIP uh, Chaos, while Cody has his school project and Lila's burning her art. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy, you know, putting on like the Dig and Dexter goggles per se and like having to actually analyze everything. Essentially, Dexter, Dexter's voicemail is what causes Lila to go insane. Yeah. Like if you just think about what if Dexter was busy. No, I know. What if Dexter would, didn't have service? Yeah. And again, I know like I know the whole idea of But like, don't you
1: think that li and again, this this what I'm about to say does not warrant anything that Lila did. But don't you think that Lila knows that he was with Rita seeing Cody's play?
0: Yes. Um so
1: that really set her off more, that he was with Rita and didn't
0: answer. No, but no, again,
1: I, not yeah, yeah, no, anything. No,
0: I I know, I know. I'm just saying like, yes. Um I'm just saying, like, damn, like a few missed calls is what yeah. causes Lila to that she costed herself eighteen thousand dollars.
1: I knew that she was like cuckoo crazy, but this is like okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next level, we're kind of yeah. dealing with uh I mean she
0: you know, something we 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 sort of glossed over is that she got her she sold her art yeah. for eighteen thousand. Yep. And within a matter because Dexter pushed her calls to voicemail. All up in flames.
1: Yeah, but she remember she got the check for eighteen thousand. Oh yeah, and then if like, it all goes up in flames, she could probably, you know, insurance or something. I don't know. I don't know.
0: But, uh, yeah, I, I you know, <laughs> you know, do we do we do we dig? No, do we dig? Not really, on that. Do we dig really deep in on digging Dexter, or do we just take it at face value? I'm assuming she loses the eighteen grand anyway. Um, so Rita sees Dexter ending Lila's calls, and once he does answer, he leaves the kids. Um. I know we hate Lila and all. Is Dexter in the wrong here? For what? Leaving there to help Lila, who just got her place burned down. Keeping in mind, Dexter doesn't know at that moment she did this on purpose.
1: No, of course I don't think that Dexter's in the wrong. I did cringe when he said to them she needs me, or he he mentioned that it was it was her. Yeah. You know, calling. So I did cringe at that because I just felt I I just said work. (laughs) Right. He a thousand percent could have said work. He always he always kind of went to a little bit of a quieter place and answered the phone for work. So I don't know why he didn't just say that, you know, Um, at the same time, I think that this just proves that Dexter shouldn't be anywhere right now. Obviously, there's something drawing him back to Rita, whether it's the kids, whether it's her, whether it's the relationship, whatever it is. But then he's also now involved with Lila and it's more so involving like it's it's more involved than maybe he even realized. So I think that that um, that situation just proves that like he's just got way too
0: much going on. To your point, uh, we see like Dexter comes to Lila's place and sees what a wreck it is. You know, Lila, totally manipulative. Um, Dexter, please tell me you'll never leave me because that's the first thing you would say after your house just got burned down. <laughs> um And we know how obviously easy Lila, manipulative Lila is, and you saying like Dexter shouldn't be anywhere. Think about how easily Dexter is railed back in. No, I know (laughs) a thousand percent. It's just like this, like you know, hell, my God, I was in this stress. Never, yeah, he doesn't say I'll never leave you, and I I think, you know, now we're gonna talk about that end scene where Dexter sort of realizes, like, oh shit, yeah. So I guess I'll give it to you first about this light bulb.
1: Okay, so I don't have anything on the light bulb, and, and it's unfair that you have anything because after we watched it, uh-huh. you said I never got that light bulb. I I don't I don't get that light bulb. So now all of a sudden you got the light bulb.
0: Well, there's two the things. light bulb went off. There's two things that happened. One, I seriously thought about it and I came up with my own idea. Also, our friend she, Janet, she, our friend Janet wrote in and she sort of solidified my. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go read right off my notes. Uh, um, I couldn't... I think watching it, I think I always connected it to the fire. Okay. Like, like, why did the house burn down but this light bulb is still fine? Okay. I think the same way the entire episode, Lila gets whatever she wants and Dexter says, Wow, look at you. You always get what you want. And, you know, they make it a point in the beginning of the episode... My light bulb is out. She smashes They her. definitely make it a point. She yeah. smashes her landlords, right? So I think the light bulb is two things. I think one, it's literally the light bulb going off. like In his head. She's, yeah, stage five clinger. For sure. I think also it's Dexter realizing, it, that the, 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 the two kind of go hand in hand. Dexter sees Lila does anything to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. So... She smashed her the landlord's light bulb to get her light bulb fixed, and I think it kind of clicks. Did she like this? On I think I think literally the suspicion comes like.
1: No, that totally makes sense.
0: And I think it's like that night, (laughs) sort of like the episode. Like all of a sudden. There was a forest, right? <laughs> like all of us, you know. Yeah. And it's funny. Like next next episode is called "Morning Comes." Yeah. And it's it, it's just funny. Like these, we're heading into like prime Dexter yeah. episodes here. Ah, uh, so I think that's sort of it, and that's why like Dexter stares at the light bulb. The light bulb's literally coming on, and it's like, wow, she really will get whatever she wants. Yeah. Um. And this fire investigation actually becomes a thing. Oh, that's so, interesting. So I didn't.
1: Bring, I didn't think that that would become a thing. Yeah. I don't know
0: why I didn't think
1: that, but that's. Um. It, I'm eager to see where that goes. Then I'm
0: bringing that up because if you remember, I mentioned. In two prior episodes, there is a theme with Lila and fire. Okay. Remember, she burnt her burnt, house. Yes. You know, so there's, and there's sort of stuff to that. Yeah. Um, Even
1: just her profession, the way that she sure, creates her art. Sure. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and if you dig it like, what's the saying? Like, you're playing with fire. Yeah. Lila's, you know. Yeah. Um, that brings us to the end of our episode. Any other thoughts, Marissa McHale?
1: I don't think I have any thoughts right now.
0: Well, all right.
1: I just kind of want to watch the next episode, actually.
0: <laughs> um, this is the closest we've ever recorded to releasing. <laughs> this episode will come out Tuesday. Yeah. And it's Sunday. Like, you know. Uh, I guess with that being said, we will talk to you guys next week. Episode 8, which means we have five episodes left. Wow. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. And then, look, they're on screen now. Where we're in Long Beach. Um... That being said, we will talk to you next week, everyone.
1: Bye.